everyone, welcome to the Play Choices Podcast, a podcast you hear. I'm your host, V. Hi guys, I'm the co-host, Lucas. We'll spend this episode discussing chapters 8 through 10 of The Nanny Affair Book 1, so this episode is not going to be spoiler safe. If you want to avoid any spoilers for The Nanny Affair Book 1, chapters 1 through 10, please read that first and we'll be here for you to come back and listen. And also as an additional warning, this book does have a 17 plus content rating. It is very (laughs) descriptive in its sexual situations, and so therefore we will be discussing sexual content as it relates to the book. So if that makes you uncomfortable, then again, feel free to join us on another episode where the content isn't going to be so explicit. You and I almost got into a conversation about these (laughs) past couple of chapters (laughs) previously. I think you were trying to tell me something about how you felt about them. Yes, I just feel like the writing is so, like, hypocritical and so, like, like, counterintuitive. Because, like, there's this one scene at, um, what is it, the the party, right, where you Mm -hmm. meet uh, Sophia's dad. And it's like, okay, cool. Like, you know, she does, the the main character, Anna, does something very progressive, very feminist. I was like, okay, I fucked mm-hmm. with that. And then in a previous, or in like literally one of the next scenes, does something the complete opposite. And I'll go more into detail about that when we get okay. to it as it relates to like when we uh, talk about that scene. But I was like, this writing, like, it is so wishy-washy. Even with Anna's character and, like, the plot itself, it's so wishy-washy. We're, we're going to get into it. But um, Robin, he going to catch hands a little bit. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so, I will say yes. Okay, so here are a couple of my thoughts. To me, I agree with you that a lot of the dialogue and the plot is very wishy-washy. But I think we have an unreliable narrator, which is Anna, who apparently can see what other people are doing that is fucked up. But she can't see what's fucked up. Yes. And so it's like, as a player, you have to kind of like step outside of the role of Anna. And like, if you do, I mean, listen, it's, it's a trashy romance novel. And don't get me wrong. I love The Nanny Affair. I was playing the past couple of chapters and I think pretty much every episode we've had on the nanny affair so far, I've been sitting here and I've been like, I don't understand why I like the nanny affair so much. It's not that good. And then when I got to chapters eight through 10, I said, oh, this is when I really started to enjoy it. I These agree. next couple of chapters are where they start to have more kind of like realistic discussions that I think more people would be having if they were actually in an affair. Yes. And that's why I think I started to really enjoy the plot. Um, because previously there was a lot of like messy shit happening, but there wasn't like people just didn't want to be upfront about yes. it. And this is where I think this is where the plot gets wishy-washy, right? Because there's not a single person in this situation at this point, except for maybe like Sophia and, and Robin, right? Mm-hmm. That are in the wrong. Everybody has fucked up at some point in the situation. And so when you start having these realistic conversations about like, no, but you fingered me in the limo, (laughs) right? When you start having these type of realistic conversations, just being very upfront and blunt about what is actually going on and what the future is going to look like. This is where the plot gets messy because you have characters who like know that they fucked up, but they don't really want to admit like Mm -hmm. how badly they fucked up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like they just don't like everyone is so good at pointing the finger at other people, but they're not so great at pointing the fingers at themselves. So that's to me is where 
the plot has gotten really messy because you're having Anna out here trying to have all these difficult conversations. And it isn't until, I mean, again, I know we're skipping ahead in plot, but this is like this entire episode is going to be spoiler heavy. So when Robin starts to confront Anna about some of the stuff that's going on between her and Sam, that's, you know, that's when stuff starts to get messy because Anna's like, but I really like him, but also like maybe I'm fucking up. Like, yes. Yes. You're dealing with people who know that they're doing something wrong, but they feel like they're doing something good. And then that's where like the messiness of the entire situation comes in. Even uh, even Sam has more honesty moments throughout the yes. definitely in the diamond scenes that I didn't necessarily think that he was going to have. Because lately, well, since the beginning of the story, he's just been so like, like, he's like, oh, I'm a bad boy, smirk. Like, you know, like, it's like, oh, <laughs> I'm a terrible person smirk but (laughs) these chapters he's like no um i could break your heart like i like you know like yeah yeah like he's like he literally just tells you like that i can't imagine a situation where we both win so yeah just you know basically if you want to fuck with me cool if you don't like it's gonna be hard but i understand and like anna no matter what you choose it always contradicts her internal dialogue like she want to be a homewrecker and so i'm like okay and i'm like i agree and i think the one thing that's key about the nanny affair which i know people hate when this shit happens and people hate when people say this but i think at this point in the nanny affair in order for you to understand why we feel this way about the book and like why we think the plot may be improving you do kind of have to spend diamonds in order to get to these scenes where the characters are becoming like more kind of realistic and more believable Um, Which sucks, because if you haven't been into the entire plot of The Nanny Affair, I mean, I understand. If you're not into the plot, you don't want to spend money on it. So I understand why it sucks to hear that. But I genuinely think The Nanny Affair is one of those books where everyone genuinely looks ridiculous and like, like they're lying to themselves until you take the diamond scenes. And it's only in the diamond scenes that you start to have those type of realistic conversations of saying like, this is happening and it's hurting multiple people. So like, what are we going to do about it? Right. Right. Without them, you just don't really get the same type of like opportunity to have those confrontations that you would want, to be honest. Anyways, do you want to jump into it now? Let's do it. Okay. All right. So we're starting with the nanny affair book one, chapter eight, which is titled the in-laws as a reminder, the MC's name is Anna. So we will be calling her by Anna for the duration of the episode. And the chapter summary says it's time to meet the Daltons, but will you be able to keep up with them? I want to say in general, before we started, did you feel like a sense of pressure in meeting Sam's parents? (sighs) A little bit only because two things who Anna is as a person are very two conflicting, like, I don't know how to phrase this, very two conflicting, like, personalities when it comes to meeting the parents. You have A, you're the mistress. Like, I mean, like, why would you want to meet Sam's parents and you are the homewrecker? Now, granted, they don't know any of that. But still, like, I'm just like, Lord, is Sam just going to be looking at me for too long? And then his mom going to be like, what is this about? Like, you know, you just (laughs) never know. And two, you are the nanny. You are protecting their grandchildren. And everyone knows how grandparents can be about their grandchildren. Mm-hmm. I don't know. For me, like, <laughs> and again, I understand Anna's like, oh, well, I really like Sam and I want to make a good impression on their parents and all this stuff. But at the same time, I'm like, bitch, you are literally the nanny. You are the nanny, right? 
Like, as long as you can show that you are, you love the kids and you can keep them in check, then, like, I really think that's the only thing that matters. Maybe I'm being just, like, a little bit too pragmatic about it. But this whole thing, like like you said, I think I would be more nervous if they knew that me and uh, Sam had diddled each other before. Yes, like, I think yes. I would be more nervous if they found that out. Because <laughs> that's not a good look ever. And also, if they know who Sophia is, they should not even be worrying about if I'm a better fit for the children because it should be an automatic yes. Like, I mean, I don't know. We'll get into that. Okay. Okay. So the chapter will open up with Jenny visiting you to help you get ready for the country club garden party, which is where you're going to be meeting Sam's parents. So Anna will seem somewhat surprised that Sam's parents want to meet her. If she does express disbelief, Jenny will say that Anna is taking care of the grandkids, so it makes sense why they want to meet her. And then Anna and Jenny can also comment that it could be an opportunity for Anna to turn Sam's parents against Sophia. <laughs> I said, Jenny, baby, that's a little ill-willed. Right. First of all, it's evil. <laughs> like, it's just straight up evil. Second of all, like, we learned later on that pretty much Sam and Sophia have known each other for, like, their entire lives because apparently, like, Sam's dad and Sophia's dad were, like, business partners and, like, yeah. family friends and stuff. So, like, I just don't really understand where you get off as the nanny being like, oh, they've never met me before, but I bet I can change their entire opinion of her. Yes. I wish I could see my face because I just I made know, like right? the stankiest face. I was like, mm, I don't think that's going to work, baby. The whole interaction, <laughs> I said, why can't you just focus on your job? <laughs> yeah, just focus on making a good impression. Like as long as you're not like, listen, we all know Sophia is a sour bitch. As long as you're not a sour bitch, you're probably going to be more pleasant to be around. So like just focus on that. Just focus on the kids and focus on just being pleasant and making a good impression. So on the way to the country club, you will overhear some hushed whispers between Sam and Sophia. Sam will warn Sophia that their parents are going to be upset about the lead engagement and Sophia will just try to downplay the entire situation. Basically saying she doesn't really understand why it's a big deal because, you know, they approve of the marriage. Um, they know that the engagement was a thing anyways. So the argument will continue and you can either choose to interject or eavesdrop. Um, I really, I chose to eavesdrop because I really don't know what business we have getting into this conversation. It's, okay, if we're going to talk about it, we're going to talk about it. These voices, <laughs> definitely for this chapter, I was like... They're messy, they bro. Are They're messy. <laughs> they are messy. I saw interject and I was like, why? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> why? It's like on one hand, so I have like the way that I would play, which is like, I'm going to choose eavesdrop because I don't want to say anything. But sometimes I just want to interject because I just want to like see what happens if you choose to interrupt. But I did choose to eavesdrop because it just felt too messy. So Sam will say that image is all that matters to their parents and that they've always held Sam to a higher regard than they have Robin. So once they get there, everyone will make their way inside and Sam will claim that he needs some fresh air. So there is a 16 diamond scene where you can go and check on Sam. Did you take the scene? I did go check on Sam. I did. Okay. So if you do take the scene, Anna will go comfort Sam and she'll admit that she knows that Sam is stressed. Sam will admit a few things. One, that neither Sam nor Sophia really ever saw each other romantically. And then that Sam is worried about their parents' reaction to the press release. And also, most importantly to him, how they're going to react to Anna. Which, I mean, on the list of priorities, I don't really think that's, like, up there. But, I mean, of course, like, Sam is feeling a romantic attraction to Anna. So, like, I 
do understand why Sam is concerned about that. And then Sam will end the conversation feeling a lot more confident to approach their parents. And I will just say, normally I roll my eyes at all of the diamond scenes, but that was actually like a really cute scene. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't bad. I was I was okay with it, but the price, I was like, okay, this is good. Like this is nice. Right. And I think like this is the kind of moments that is critical when you have like an affair type of situation because obviously it starts because you two are attracted to each other and you're spending a lot of time together. Like (laughs) that is where it started. But I think in order to have some sort of believability as to why these two people are so attracted to each other romantically, I think you need more scenes like this where like Sam can like because you know really like Sam has this obligation to Sophia to kind of like act in a certain way he has an obligation to you know their parents and their kids to behave in a certain way so really like the only person that doesn't have any of these high expectations of Sam is Anna so like Anna is kind of the person that Sam can turn to and be like no this is a lot like that I'm actually really stressed out and my parents are like really tough on me and I'm really nervous about this and that's where the romance starts to become like more believable to me because like Sam tried to have the conversation with Sophia and Sophia was like stop making a big deal of it and he was like all right well I don't (laughs) I just don't know what you want me to do because clearly Sam is stressed and there was no one to talk to and then Anna can like have the choice of running to Sam and having that conversation and I think that's where the believability of them starting to form a romantic connection starts to be more realistic for me as a reader. So after the diamond scene Anna will meet Sam's parents and Sam's dad will very quickly mention that they weren't able to attend the engagement party because Sam moved up the date thanks to the tabloid leak and also by the way I'm going to switch between calling this character Sam's dad or Mason Sr. because both of them are an accurate description of their names. Right. So Mason Sr. was on extended business trip that I guess he had extended like three times before that. So Sam had thought they could attend, but then he extended his business trip. And basically <laughs> there's a lot of extenuating circumstances why they couldn't actually make it to the engagement party. And obviously Sam's dad is irritated about it. And the tension between the two is like palpable to say the least. <laughs> like there's definitely some conflict there that is just like brushed on like very lightly. After this conversation, Sophia's father, Paolo, and her brother, Tony, will show up at the party. She will warn everyone not to mention her mother because she is afraid that it's going to cause tension. So just, again, a quick note. Obviously, there's a lot of messy family shit happening here. Anna's in a tough situation, I think, at this party. Both of them are pretty awful. Tony will call Anna like a beautiful creature, which is just like the grossest way to compliment somebody. And then Paolo will say that a nanny doesn't belong at a country club. So, I mean, either way, you have two men that are pretty misogynistic in different ways. Anna can stick up for herself at the expense of impressing the family, which I did. I don't know if you did, but I definitely stuck up for myself because I, I was stuck like, up for myself too. I did. All y'all mm-hmm. suck. Like, all y'all suck. I I don't want to impress anybody here. Like, I don't care anymore. So then Robin will show up and ask everyone how they feel about Anna. And everyone will speak their opinion, which kind of gives you, like, a a feel on how everyone feels about you. I will say, like, I purposefully didn't impress them because I just wanted to see. And, like, it really wasn't that bad. Like, I think pretty much, like, Mason Sr. is just, like, oh, I wasn't aware that I needed to have an opinion about the nanny, which, like, is a little bit cold, but, I mean, it could have been worse. They could have said worse things. So I don't think it's that bad if you don't impress them. I can't even remember what the mom said. 
Yeah, no, I can't remember. Because <laughs> she just really doesn't talk. Like, <laughs> No, she doesn't. She doesn't. At like... all. So then a few hours will pass, which could you imagine being at a dinner party for a few hours with this cast of people? No, like, can you imagine like making the worst impression within the first five minutes and then still having to stay there for hours? If like, I was Anna, I would be like, oh, the kids need me. I'm sorry. The kids need me. Yeah, no. I gotta go me. play with the kids. <laughs> Okay, before we get on with the rest of the chapter, let me interrupt with some plugs. So you can leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash play dash choices dash podcast slash message. It could show up in a future episode. You can also directly support this podcast at anchor.fm slash play dash choices dash podcast slash support. If we haven't convinced you yet, listen to this amazing, amazing commercial that lucas and i put together for you it takes me hours (laughs) it takes me no keep singing it takes me hours to record no keep doing it it takes me hours to record and edit this podcast and with your donation of one dollar a month could save me from smashing her fucking head into a wall Thank you so much. And back to our episode. Paolo will call a toast to congratulate the newly engaged couple, and then he will say that Sophia has done enough working in the business world and needs to fulfill her purpose of becoming a wife and a mother. So obviously, this is going to upset Sophia. I mean, we know that one that's super misogynistic, but also Sophia really likes her job. Like, she really likes being in the business world and so that will upset her she will storm off which will basically give Anna the opportunity to defend Sophia and she'll say some like pretty um strong things to Paolo which is totally deserved he's a fucking asshole but she will storm out of the party because she just knows that she's kind of made an outburst so she doesn't necessarily want to stay So she storms out of the party and Sam follows her and Sam will admit that their family has gotten really complacent regarding their behavior, especially of Paolo. And Anna will try to climb into the taxi, but Sam will stop her and insist on taking her home, which is a diamond scene. Did you take this? I sure did. I sure did. Oh, really? After everything I've been through, mm -mm. I'm just done playing nice with everyone, like with everyone. Do you not see the diamond scene that's playing nice with Sam? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I am done being nice to anyone who can't give me a nut. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you're going to piss me off, the least you could do is help me out. Um, You know, burn some calories. That's the least you could do. (laughs) I think only thing that kind of pissed me off about this scene is that like sam followed anna out but i'm like bitch isn't like sophia the one whose feelings got hurt like i understand anna's uncomfortable like i understand when that type of thing happens like it just makes every woman in the room uncomfortable but like additionally (laughs) like your fiance just stormed out of the fucking whole restaurant the country club and you ran out after your nanny first. Like, I'm like, mm. <laughs> even the optics on this. <laughs> like, no, really, like, how, like, because, like, they're, 
there was conversation, I think definitely in the diamond scene where he kind of says that this kind of happens all the time. Like it's not like this particular moment is not even as bad as their worst. So how often is this happening that you're just like desensitized to like, cause even the dialogue, like while the scene was happening, like didn't um, Robin was like, Oh, Sophia about to blow up in three, two. And then nope. Sophia's like, I'm done. And like storms off. <laughs> like how, like this is literally just like a rerun to them. Like they just know, like, yeah i guess yeah that's fair yeah they're like okay he's gonna say something misogynistic (laughs) and she's gonna get mad (laughs) well like okay but like let's be for real realistically always support your fiance you always always. support your fiance always support your fiance and i will say like i mean lucas has been in each other's lives for a very long time i have a generally good relationship with parents but you know there are some soft spots in Mm. our relationship that if they say it, it's going to automatically bring some shit up. And the same thing with your parents. Mm-hmm. And like, just because it's happened 25 times doesn't mean that I'm not going to go and make sure that you're okay. That is so true. That is so Could true. Could you imagine if like I got into a fight with my parents and then you were like, bitch, this happens like every five years, bitch. Good luck. I'm <laughs> not doing this. <laughs> like, that would be so fucking rude. Like just in general, like, if someone has a tough relationship with their parents and you have a close relationship with them, like you should still be there to comfort them. Even if this does happen all of the time, like I, to me, I'm like, that's your fiance. You need to go after her. Also, even if y'all don't aren't romantically into each other, you've still known this woman for like your entire life. Like <laughs> go talk to her. Literally, literally. <laughs> that is so true. That is so true. <laughs> it's like so fucking annoying that's the only thing like the setup of the diamond scene pissed me the fuck off oh god okay um the other thing that i have to say is where the fuck is carter this woman about to call a taxi yeah, Sam's like no let carter? me drive you let me drive you personally i'm like where is carter <laughs> <laughs> Where is, that is so true. Is it his day off? <laughs> like he probably know. You know how many times he's probably been stuck in awkward conversations after these little parties. He's like, he probably tells Sam like, I don't work parties. Like I will literally work every single day of the week. But if it's <laughs> important family gathering, I'm not going to be there. Yeah, he's like, if your parents are there and Sophia's parents are there, I'm not coming. I refuse to be a part of that mix so okay enough nitpicking about the background of the scene let's actually get into the diamond scene so anna will express some joy about leaving the country club and sam will say that it's not the craziest family gathering that they've had and then he'll start to kind of run through some memories of like just crazy moments they've had at a few parties with their family the conversation will shift and you'll find out that sam used to be a pilot before the boys were born yeah which was just so just insane to me like <laughs> this man like his life before business like I'm yes. Like- <laughs> yes the way he said it like oh yeah i found the spot because i had to do an emergency crash landing i said what what are you what <laughs> like yeah there's this whole story that i don't feel like getting into that he reveals during the diamond scene i just don't really understand let me tell i don't you. know it's like they put it in there to add substance to the diamond scene, which made me upset because yeah. I'm like, like if it was background on who Sam is, okay, like that's fine, like cool, I crave that, but it just felt so out of place, so forced, like a, like a puzzle piece that just they just jammed in there to make the diamond scene fit, and I was just it didn't feel authentic to me. The thing about Sam, which like 
here's here's the thing about characterization of Sam. You pretty much only know who Sam is at the present moment. But in these diamond scenes, like they had a diamond scene, uh, like the earlier chapters, we could go into Sam's office and they would reveal that they used to go skydiving and do all of these like adrenaline, like junky kind of things before they settled down with Sam's like first wife. And I guess the character, like, listen, if you take all the diamond scenes, I guess the characterization makes sense because like we all know that Sam is in their previous life, kind of a reckless character. Like, let's be honest. Uh, likes to do adrenaline junkie kind of hobbies. Uh, did these, like, ex- like, let's be honest. Being a pilot, super expensive. Like, pilot school, maintaining your aircraft, that yeah. is, like, a rich kid's hobby. Yeah. Like, I don't know that many people who want to become pilots who can, like, actually afford to do it if they don't come from money. Right. So Sam definitely has some like rich kid hobbies and just like flying just because they enjoy like the feeling of it. And, you know, we talk like in the earlier conversations you have with Sam, Sam talks a lot about being like passionate and like desiring like freedom and independence. And I think it's just very clear. They're trying to establish that like Sam is the person who is naturally a little bit reckless, who has been forced into a position of responsibility because of his family. His parents. Okay. Yeah. I can get behind that. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Like, I think you have to, like, play all of the all diamond the scenes yeah, and get right. all of the background in order to, like, understand the characterization pattern. Because, like, realistically, what I think happened, piecing it all together, is that, like, sometime during Sam's crazy adventures, Sam met their first wife. And they got married and settled down and had kids and they had, like, the family. And then, like probably Sam's father had a conversation where he was like, you want to provide for your kids, right? Like you want to provide for your wife. Well, you're going to have to start like inheriting the family business. If you want to set up like a life for your family. And that's probably when Sam was like, damn, he's right. Like I got to settle down and like get all of this shit together. And then like, you know, unfortunately his wife passed. Sam is in a situation where they have hired someone that they are falling in love with and they're very attracted to but they were engaged previously. And so you have someone who naturally has always led a very reckless life. And now they're acting reckless, which is in their nature to do Mm -hmm. so. Mm -hmm. But now it's fucking a lot of things up because they actually had all of their shit in order. And now it's no longer in order because they are making decisions that is fucking it up. Yeah. So when you put all of that together, I can see what the character profile they're trying to build of Sam is. But of course, if you generally don't buy diamond scenes and then you just bought this diamond scene, like, <laughs> yeah, you're going to be like, uh, okay. You're going to anyway. be like, Oh, you were a pilot. <laughs> yeah. But you're just going to be like, okay, when is, when are you going to kiss me? Like, <laughs> You said, I bought this diamond scene to get a nut. Like what? <laughs> it's Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I I will definitely say, like, it took me, like, sitting down and, like, thinking about it in order for me to get to that point, but um, I genuinely think if you're just playing the scenes, just play the scenes, you might not piece all of those pieces together. So afterwards, Anna will question Sam on what life would be like if Sam was marrying her. This question will kind of just prompt the two of them to envision, like, a romantic life with each other, and they will get sentimental before they, like, leave and go home. So in the morning, Sophia will be upset that she argued with her father and she will demand from Sam that Anna is fired. And that is how 
scene ends. So that is the end of chapter three, where we are left off on a cliffhanger of Anna might not have a job. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> because she defended Sophia. So let's move on to chapter nine. It's called The Ride Along. Um, the chapter summary is, when an office tour of Dalton Enterprises take a turn, will you be left picking up the pieces? So this will be picking up shortly after Anna overhears Sophia asking for Sam to fire her. Anna will run into Sam. She'll just act super nervous. And then Sam will reassure Anna that Sam is not going to fire her. And Ashley want to take her on an office tour so they can start talking about her career, you know, once it's time for her to move on from the nanny position, which I think is, like, actually really sweet. <laughs> it is very sweet. Like, I like the idea that, like, because, like, how old are the children? 10, right? 10-ish? Like, let's just say for argument's sake, they're 10. That means right. that you really only have, like, eight years of employment. And the fact that Sam still wants to make sure that, like, you're okay. And you probably, honestly, I should probably won't go past, like, 15. After yeah, this. truly. Like, once they can, like, <laughs> literally, like, take care of themselves. So, like, I like that. Like, I really do. Yeah, no. It's a good... I really enjoy it. So when they arrive at the office, Robin will interrupt Anna and Sam by telling Sam that they're needed in a meeting. Robin will offer to take Anna off of Sam's hands, but Anna will ask if instead she can observe the meeting. And then when Anna walks away to join Sam, Robin will watch them go. So this is the this is the beginning of something big <laughs> between Anna and Robin. I mean, I think it's been pretty clear that in the previous chapters that Robin clearly I mean, come on, y'all. At the engagement party, Anna was all fucked up over Sam, and Robin had to come for her. So obviously, Robin knows there's something going on. Yes, yes, yes. And this is whew, this is the tip of the iceberg. So during the meeting, we'll learn that a former employee breached sensitive customer information, and we'll get to watch Sam try to resolve the issue in a pretty like hurriedly manner because. You know, it's very sensitive, sensitive data. I think they hacked, like, a, like customer DNA profiles. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a pretty big fucking deal that someone took those. So basically that meeting will end. Anna will get, like, a brief introduction to a couple of the higher-ups at the company. And then Sam will call Anna into his office again. And Sam will reveal that they booked the labs to give Anna a tour in the afternoon. And she seems very excited about it. I mean, obviously, you know, she um, has a master's degree and it, it's somewhat related to the thing that she graduated with. So Sam will invite Anna to have lunch, which is a diamond scene. Did you take the scene? I did take the scene. I did take that. When I first played it, I did take the scene too. Yeah. It's definitely, I think, out of all of the chapters we're going to cover in this episode, probably my favorite diamond scene. Yes. It is so sweet. Like, there's just it's something. It's very good. It is because I feel like there are times where, like, okay, take the, the car scene, right? That was after a very heated argument. Like, you stormed off. Like, when you and Sam have alone time, it's always after some sort of big altercation or some sort mm -hmm. of like we have to like be sneaking around like let's go to a diner at like 2 a.m this was the first diamond scene that i felt like we could both be present in this moment and not really have to worry about who's watching us yeah it was very sweet and like of course i'm going to describe the diamond scene but we learned that like sam had requested for the chef of the office to like prepare food so like 
Sam took the time to plan this out. They knew that they were going to surprise Anna that day with an office tour and like took the opportunity to like try to make it like as special as possible for her. And plus they just have some like really genuine conversation. And this is what I'm saying. Like these are the type of diamond scenes that you need to write in order to make this romance more believable. Yes. 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 I wish they had created more scenes that were like free like this. Cause I feel like otherwise, if you do a no diamond playthrough of the nanny affair, you're just going to be like, Oh, these two are just, so horny for each other that that's why sam is willing to break up the engagement but like realistically when you take the diamond scenes you see that there is something emotional kind of like budding between the two and that's when it becomes like a lot more believable for me so if you do take the diamond scene sam will take you to a private area of the office i'm not sure if it's a rooftop is it a rooftop do you remember i don't remember but i think how they wrote it made it seem like it was a rooftop it seemed really nice and romantic yeah yeah it did it it definitely Mm -hmm. Sam will talk about how they got the office chef to prepare a meal for them. And then Sam will start to ask how Anna may feel about eventually working at the corporation. And Anna says that it seems like a great place to work and everyone seems really happy and passionate to be there. Sam will comment to Anna saying that Sam doesn't want to let their relationship get in the way of her career. And then Sam will apologize that Anna is caught in the middle of Sam's life and say that she deserves better and also say that they wish that they met Anna earlier. Anna can either say that they will figure it out or that she does, in fact, deserve better. So which one did you pick? (sighs) Listen, I picked the first one. We'll figure it out. Did not like the response. Did not like the response. Automatically was like, damn, I should have just chose the other one. Well, tell me. Tell me what you did because I said I deserve better. Explain what he said to you first. And I'm going to see if I can find a playthrough of the exact dialogue because it was very like. It was not good. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> I said, all right. <laughs> okay. So if you say that Anna deserves better, Anna will imply that Sam may just be waiting for a moment to like potentially end it with Anna. Cause she's like, this is all fun and games, but like eventually we're going to get to a point where like you actually have to do something. And Sam will basically try to comfort her by saying that they are looking for a solution to end their relationship with Sophia in a way that isn't like messy for everyone involved. So of course, like Sam is basically trying to reassure her, like, trust me, I do want to end up with you, but it's just like, how do I do this without making it a mess for everyone involved? So that's pretty much like where the scene ends. You know what? That was a way better scene than fucking mine. Okay, so after Anna says, you know, we'll figure it out, all Sam says is, really, you'll wait? And I didn't like that because that just makes, like, I could just feel the manipulation there. Like, oh. Yes. I can feel you being problematic. That is all he said. Excuse me. I play, you know, my Sam character is, you know, male body. So, like, that is all Sam said to me. And I was like, that's all you going to give me is, like, all your Mm -hmm. weight? I was like, I do not like that at all. Oh, I do not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's inappropriate, sir. No. And Sam over here telling you that they're going to fix the situation and get rid of Sophia. Like, what? Man, I, I, I got I to gotta time out. I got to, like, wait your turn. Like, come on. Yeah, no, that's a super fucking messy response, bro. But it's one messy response for another as far as I'm concerned. Because why Anna laying out all her cards saying like, oh, we'll figure it out. Bitch, no the fuck we not. He engaged. We (laughs) 
it's very difficult to figure out a way out of that situation unless Sam is willing to pick up some responsibility and say, like, yeah, I'm not interested in marrying her anymore. That's what I want to hear. Like, I keep hearing about, like, the obligations. And I keep hearing, like, yeah, of course I like you. Like, of course I want to be with you. But I want to hear the words. I want to read the words, like, I do not want to marry Sophia. Like I, it's implied. I get it, but I need to see. I need to see those words. I agree because we've gotten so far. Like there's been a bunch, a bunch of like whispered confessions of like, oh, I wish it was you. I wish I met you first. But like, bitch, that don't mean nothing. That don't mean nothing. That, <laughs> that does not mean, mean anything to me. That is not a promise of anything. <laughs> So, yeah, I personally really like the diamond scenes of my options because I at least feel like Anna was holding Sam accountable, which is like it's about time we start having some realistic conversations about this affair and like what it is. Yeah, with that option, that would take me off. All right, before we move on to the rest of the chapter, let me interrupt to plug our socials. We are at Play Choices Podcast on Instagram and at Play Choices Pod on Twitter. You can also go to playchoicespodcast.tumblr.com for a Tumblr page, which is where I post any episode notes that I have, like links to posts that I've mentioned, photos I've mentioned, or more. We're also available for listening on all major platforms, so if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate, review, and subscribe. It's a funky thing with the algorithm that helps us a lot. I wish I could explain it more in depth, but I just know that it helps us, so we do appreciate any reviews that you leave us. And as always, we are a growing podcast, so if you see us pop up on your socials, we do appreciate a share, a retweet, or a reblog, depending on the platform you see us on. We also appreciate it when you share our podcast with your fellow Choices-loving friends. And now, back to the episode. So after the diamond scene, Sam will let Anna tour the labs, and as Sam begins to show her the lab, Anna will be very impressed by how much Sam is enjoying the projects. So Sam will mention that moving into the CEO role will require them to step away from the lab, which they really enjoy. And then Sam will also confirm that their dad is trying to ease his way out of the business, but has a hard time letting go since Sam had had like a little bit of a wild pass, which again, not really something that I think is going to click for most people unless you play all the diamond scenes that show like what sam means by like a wild past so as anna begins to interact with a robot in the lab sam will step in to show her how and this is a diamond scene to kiss sam did you take the scene i just knew we were gonna fuck (laughs) (sighs) i just knew we were gonna fuck but it's okay guys because we is going to explain what happened right okay so if you do take the diamond scene i'm I'm not gonna elaborate too much on it because it's pretty much just porn like <laughs> i think like okay so up until this point sam and anna haven't like actually really done the deed yet okay let's be let's be explicit i'm, okay. I'm not saying gross explicit but i feel like sometimes with sex it can be very vague right. so like let's be very concrete for some people sex is penetration but i don't define sex as penetration because i mean just in the realm of sexuality like not everyone has sex needing penetration so sex can mean any type of sexual intimacy for some people and for some people especially if you're kind of lean more towards heteronormativity sex may need penetration male sam male sam hasn't been inside of anna (laughs) trying not to be gross about it but (laughs) and the reason why i'm being so explicit about it is because during the scene and i play with a 
male love interest in this mm-hmm. book. During the scene, Sam makes a big deal of being like, are you sure? Are you ready? Are you right. ready for this? And Anna can either say like, yes, I know I want to have sex with you or can say like, no, I need to kind of take a step back. So that's why I'm being so explicit about this because it is kind of made to be a bigger deal in this scene. That's probably probably the only like interesting thing about it is that like they have this conversation of like, are you sure you're ready for this? So you're kind of, again, during these chapters, we're starting to notice that the intimacy of the relationship is like really picking up both from like an emotional and sexual standpoint. So the scene, no matter like what you do, is going to be interrupted by Robin. Robin will walk in and can immediately sense that something is up with the two of them. And it turns out that Robin was actually on the phone with Sophia and Robin will angrily hang up saying that they need to deal with a situation, which the situation is Anna and Sam, and that will end the chapter. So we end the chapter getting almost caught by Robin, almost. I mean, Robin didn't really see anything, but Robin knows. Okay, so let's move on to chapter 10. It's called The Company Picnic, and the chapter summary is, when you let your guard down at the company picnic, will you be ambushed by friendly fire? So we pick up from the last chapter where Robin angrily asks if they even want to know what Sam and Anna were doing before Robin walked in. Anna just cannot come up with a decent excuse. She's tongue-tied, you know? Oh, like, uh, oh. there, she's like, uh, mm, mm, and Robin's like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> I know. Literally, literally. <laughs> Sam will say that they don't have to explain themselves to Robin. Robin will move to leave, but will mention to Anna that Sophia invited her to come to the company picnic, which is likely a way for Sophia to kind of like keep her close. Keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer. So um, Robin did kind of warn Anna that that's probably what that is, which is like really interesting. This is where the relationship between Anna and Robin, this chapter in particular is where it gets really weird because Robin still feels like they are on Anna's side, but it's like so aggressive (laughs) to the point that like when this happened like the dialogue almost made me feel like robin was like an ally like and i'm like you're not like you're not Mm -hmm. like an ally but like his actions what he says i'm like robin you're being a real asshole right now Well, I also understand why Robin is being upset because, like, realistically, the both of you are very aware that Sam is in, like, a public engagement. So it's just, like, very inappropriate. And, like, to me, if I was Robin, I think I would just be upset that, like, now I know about this. Like, I'm like, I don't want to know about this shit. I don't want to have this knowledge that there's something going but on. But like, at the same time, Robin already knew and in the past gives you options to be like, oh, hey flirt with me to make my brother jealous no but i'll disagree with that i'll disagree with that because later on in the chapter when you actually have a conversation Uh robin will say that he just thought that sam was getting pissed off because robin was making moves on a nanny so he thought that sam was was getting mad at him that is right he said he was like i thought that he was just getting mad at me that i was making moves on someone who you who he hired but this is kind of the first time that Robin has realized that Sam was actually jealous the whole time. Yes. And that's where he's like that. I did not consent to be- being in the middle of that thing. So that's where he gets pissed off. So I don't know. I'm on Robin's side on this chapter, to be honest, even though Robin is definitely being overly aggressive, <laughs> but I am on Robin's side. 
because Anna and Sam being messy and we all know they're being messy. So I'm not about to get upset at Robin for calling out the messiness. <laughs> you know what? I can't even, I can't even disagree. I can't be mad. In every podcast I said Anna messy and now I can't defend her. because <laughs> It's like Anna's like my child. I'm like Anna, you so fucking messy. And the moment Robin's like Anna, you messy. I'm like, well, hold up now, Robin. Let's not talk yeah. about your track record. Let's not. Talk <laughs> about your track record. You know, it's bad when the wild child is calling you messy. That's when you know you don't fuck true. up. When the That's person true. who causes all of the drama is the person looking at you and being like, now Anna, what you doing sucking a fucking Sam? <laughs> In the lab <laughs> and also too it's just so fucking irresponsible like anyone could come into the lab at any time and robin's like for real y'all like come like, on now <laughs> and of course robin would really be the only one to have the permission to interrupt an order that sam had placed like yes. you gotta know how many people probably like went up to robin and was like listen you're the only one who can go in there right now so i need you to tell sam this yes Probably, especially because like he was on the or Robin was on the phone with Sophia, so she, you know how Sophia is. She was probably like, "Oh my god, I need to talk to Sam right now. Can you please go tell Sam this?" Like, you know, she's yes, intense. Yes, I know. Robin's just sitting there, like, "Why the fuck did I get adopted by this family? Like, why this fucking family?" <laughs> like, I know Robin's sick as fuck of this whole fucking family. <laughs> I mean, Robin's messy too, but Lord, my God, this whole family's too much. Okay, so after this scene, the family will arrive at the park for the picnic, and Sam and the twins will get pulled away pretty quickly. And then one of the employees that Anna met on the tour will find Anna and comment that the company must have impressed her because, you know, she's hanging out at the picnic now. Robin was also talking to the employee, and so Robin is naturally a part of this conversation and will make an unexpectedly, like, rude quip that very heavily implies that something is going on between Sam and Anna, which is, like, so fucking inappropriate. And like, literally childish, childish. I'm like, Robin, now I know you mad at me, but not at this very moment, sir. Okay, like you are at a company business picnic. You just aired out dirty laundry. You aired out family business, brother-in-law. Like, sir, <laughs> you know where I live, okay? If you want to come confront me, come confront me there. Don't confront me in the middle of a company picnic, please, okay? <laughs> Not in front of Grant. He liked me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, sir, I'm networking right now. Walk away. Walk away. <laughs> So it's a very unexpectedly rude response. So like this is this is really the beginning of the end. I really think like this is really where stuff starts to get really fucking tense yes. between Robin and Anna. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. This moment will get interrupted with Mason Sr. welcoming everyone to the picnic. And while he is introducing tug of war, Robin will just continue to make more quips to Anna about what they saw in the lab. So there is a 15 diamond scene to join the game. Did you take the scene? No, because Anna makes a comment like, if I was on Sam's team, I know it would really make Robin mad. And I'm like, you're doing this for the wrong reasons. I cannot condone this. I did not pay for this scene. Yeah, I mean, Anna's just messy, let's be honest. Anna's one of the messiest MCs we've ever gotten a chance to play. If you do take it, I would say it's a pretty, like, funny scene between with Robin, Sam, and the, and the boys. Which, I feel like a lot of times when you pay for a diamond season in this book, you really do it to spend time with, like, one particular character. So it's kind of nice to see a diamond scene where you get to see, like, the whole crew. But the conflict with Anna and Robin is just, it's very obvious i mean it's basically a competition between anna and robin that's basically what it is like they are just trash talking each other the whole fucking game like 
it's it's intense. Like you should really go watch. If you haven't watched the scene, you should really go watch it because these two are petty with each other. They are like petty with each other. And then depending on how you do with the quick time events, Anna can either win or lose. Um, I really only saw one where someone like won because it's really not that hard to win these quick time events. But yeah, Robin gets real fucking bitter about losing. Like Robin is upset. <laughs> So later when Anna is grabbing food, Robin will confront Anna and demand to know what's going on between Anna and Sam. Anna can either say there's nothing going on, admit that she's attracted or admit that they've fooled around. So what did you do in this scene? What level of information did you reveal to Robin? Okay. So I just said the obvious. I was like, Hey, yeah, we're attracted to each other. You know, I was I was about to, you know, what what's that phrase? You made your bed lie on it. I wasn't about Man. to lay in my bed just yet. I, I just oh my god! <laughs> I was about to tell Robin too much. So I went ahead and admitted that we fooled around because, again, this is my messy playthrough. Once I've done my first playthrough, I get real messy. So I admit that um, I fooled around. I will say, no matter what you say, Robin gets pretty angry either way and says that they've taken it beyond innocent flirting. So Robin basically says with innocent flirting, Robin doesn't really care that much, but because obviously this has moved past that and now there are emotions involved and that's why Robin is getting angry. So Robin will say they were on board when they thought that Sam was mad about Robin flirting with the nanny, but didn't know that Sam was actually jealous. And then at the end of this like little speech that Robin gives, Robin will admit that they're actually worried about Anna, worried that Anna's going to get hurt. Anna can either say she can take care of herself, say it's none of Robin's business or admit that she doesn't know what to do. So I guess from like how how you are playing Anna, do you feel like she's like defensive? Do you think that she's like, no, I'm a grown ass woman and like I can navigate through the situation? Or do you admit to Robin that you don't know what you're doing? So I said that I can handle the situation myself. Um was I lying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> Of course, but it just felt more so like what would Anna feel like she's doing? And I think that's that. Like, I feel like Anna would just be like, oh, you don't really know the situation. Like, I got it. Like, everything's fine. Everything's under control. Because I think that's just like the relationship that she's building with Sam. Like, I just feel like they both are just in a place that's like, we literally both know we're doing the wrong, but it's fine. Because like, we're both consenting adults. It's fine. We're going to handle it. We're going to like, make it work. But in actuality, like, are you guys like? Right. You know, there's a lot on the line. Like this isn't like just calling off an engagement. No, this has like this apparently deals with like paparazzis and like business corporations and contracts and like can you do that? Right. Like, no, I lied. I still lied. <laughs> um so for the way that I'm playing Anna, because obviously in the previous diamond scene we talked about like how Anna responds to Sam being like concerned about the affair. And I picked that Anna was having some thoughts about like, does she deserve to be in a situation where she's like the side piece and like the, the other woman, you know? And so for this choice, I actually went ahead with just like confessing to Robin that she doesn't know what to do because the way that I'm playing Anna, like I think Anna's in over her head. I think that she is like falling in love with somebody and she, to her, I think the way that it comes off is like, oh, well, if you just love me, then like, why can't you just break up? And I think that at this point, Sam hasn't really like had a conversation. Like everyone has told Anna like, oh, Sam has obligations to this, this and this. Like 
stop trying to fuck it up. But I don't think that Sam has actually sat Anna down at this point and said, like, this is how deep I am in with this shit. And this is why I can't go quite yet. Like, and I feel like there needs to be another conversation before Anna, like, fully realizes how much, like, Sam may be putting on the line. Right. And I just feel like we're kind of missing that piece. I also feel like Anna kind of approached this, like, really immaturely in my opinion where she's sitting here and she's like well you know i'm attracted to him and anna and sophia's a fucking bitch so like obviously i'm the better choice and like if you're coming in with that type of rationale then like i just feel like that's ultimately a naive take and that's the way that i'm playing anna like i'm playing her as someone who's like falling for somebody but is very naive and okay. I don't think that there's a lot of people in Anna's life that she can just have, like, a blatant conversation with us about. Like, when you talk to Jenny, Jenny's like, yeah, fuck Sophia, bro. Go yes. get your dick. You know what yes. I mean? Like, Jenny yes. isn't really the kind of – we haven't really had a conversation with her where she's been, like, bluntly honest with Anna. She's always just like, oh, yeah, go go get, go get your millionaire, bitch. Go get your millionaire, right? But Robin is, like, actually in the situation and, like, knows the family and has, like, a better understanding of the dynamic between everybody. So I feel like Anna kind of opening up and confessing to Robin could be, like, probably the most honest advice she's going to get from anyone in the situation. Honestly, you said something that I want to, like, you know – focus on you said um just the fact that anna is naive and i think that like sometimes anna may feel like pursuing sam she has everything to gain and nothing to lose Mm -hmm. but like the way the paparazzi and like their family works like she could in fact just get like blackballed and like that degree i mean look at what happened to monica Lewinsky. yeah like literally but being the other woman, I mean, that shit can follow you. That yes. shit will follow you. And I think she's personally in way over her head, frankly. And again, like, your MC is your MC. You can play however you want. If you want to play an MC that's, like, really self-assured, that's fine. I think I did play an MC who was really self-assured. But I think for me, like, I love the tension that comes with an MC who is, like, knows that she's doing something wrong but doesn't necessarily know how to fix it yeah because she's more driven by her emotions than she is by logic that's very valid okay i i feel like that to me would make the affair make more sense right like if you have somebody who's like super super self-assured unless she has a plan to break them up which like anna doesn't have at this point like to me the way that i would react if i was robin and anna was like no, no, I'm really self-assured. It could be one thing as like, oh, she's just getting very defensive and like kind of being backed into a corner, right? Or else it could come off as like, oh, she just doesn't really understand what's at stake. And I think at this point, the way that I want to play Anna is like in the earlier chapters, she's like, no, it's fine. We're in love. Just break up with her. And I think at this point, she's getting deep enough where she's like, oh, maybe that's not it. Like maybe there's more to the story. And so her kind of opening up to Robin being like, I don't know, what should I do? Is kind of like admitting that she's getting to a point where she may realize that this may not work out. And that truly actually follows with the diamond scenes that you have with Sam, because that conversation mm-hmm. is more in those as well. Yeah. Plus, I just want to put some pressure on Sam. Like, I want to put some pressure on Sam and be like, baby, do baby, something, bitch. You got to do something. the dead weight. Let's drop it off. <laughs> Because if I'm sitting here being like, no, my man, he got it together. He got it together. Then I'm sitting here not putting any pressure on him. And like, he's just like, oh, yeah, I'll just chill because I know Anna going to wait. And I don't want him to think that I'm going to wait. No, I want him to know there's there's a ticking time bomb on this shit, bitch. You gotta move. Okay, <laughs> a king is nothing without the queen. Okay, let's oh. not get it confused. 
Because I wish what metaphor can we use of Sam's a female? Um Oh. Two queens are better than one bitch. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> In chess, the queen protects the king. If the chess had two queens, they bad bitches no need no protection. <laughs> they don't need no protection. <laughs> Oh my fucking god. Before we continue with the rest of the episode, I do want to remind everyone that if you have any questions, theories, or comments that you would like to be included in a future episode, please email us at playchoicespodcast.gmail.com. Make sure to specify whether you want to be shouted out or not, otherwise all emails will be anonymous. Questions can be related to books we've recorded episodes on, books that we haven't discussed yet, or even questions that you'd like to ask us. Alternatively, you can go to our ask box on playchoicespodcast.tumblr.com and submit a question. Just specify that it's for the podcast and we'll be sure to include it. And back to our episode. Okay, so uh, whatever you decide to do, Robin will say that Sam can't really accommodate this relationship in his life as it is right now and says that Anna needs to back off is the right thing to do. Again, I really have no business kind of like getting disagreeing with with Robin here because Robin's right. I mean, they're doing something that they know is ethically wrong. So... Is a tough conversation. So I will just ask you, like, in general, how are, did, there's so many questions I could ask. How are you feeling about this scene? Like, this specific confrontation scene with Robin? It's just like you said, for Robin to be the one to sit down and have this conversation with me just shows, like, how serious everything is getting. How serious the wedding is getting. How serious this business deals are getting. How serious me and Sam's relationship is getting. And the thing is, like, you have all of these passion projects, all of these seriousness that's going on. Eventually, one of them is going to break. And if one of them breaks, like, that's detrimental. Like, who knows how Sam's going to take that, how that's going to affect your relationship. And I think Robin is just able to see when things are heading towards a dead end. And he's able to rationalize that and just be like, hey, look, step off the fucking gas, yo. Break. Like, do a U-turn. Worry about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And does this scene change how you feel about the affair? Because I feel like this is a moment where you could be like, yeah, things are great. And then Robin confronts you and you're like, "Mm." oh, yes, (laughs) literally. And it's just so funny that, like, you have this conversation with scene if you take the diamond option where it's just like, you know, I think about all the time, like, what if it was you? Or like, you know, what if I'm marrying you? Whichever option you chose in that diamond scene. And then this one, it's just like, um, can we stop playing pretend? Like, what if we focus on the, the present? Because that's what we should yeah. be focusing on. And it's just very like, it, it does it, it does give me cold feet a little bit. Not gonna lie, like it does give me cold feet. Because I found myself choosing the next diamond option, not in the sense of like, do I want to have time with Sam? No, I'm like, can we progress our relationship so that way we can figure this out? Like mm-hmm. it, it became more like situational driven and not emotional. Yeah. I do feel like this is a, a big wake up call scene. And overall, how do you just feel about like Robin kind of butting in? Like, do you feel like Robin is the character that is going to like wake Anna up from this? <laughs> yeah. I just feel like it has to be right. Because if you look at who, Robin's dynamic to not only, Sam but just to his parents as well like the adoptive child but still doing what Sam should be doing all along right and like having him 
reach out to you and be like, look, like you don't want to be the reason why all this messes up again because Sam just got back on track. Like imagine how easier Robin's life is now that Sam is on track and is about to like inherit the company. Mm-hmm. Like we got to like Robin's intentions aren't really, you know, looked upon. But like if we think about his character and think about that, like Robin could just be also looking at this from a selfish standpoint, which he should. Like, yo, what about mm-hmm. me? Like, you're about to ruin everything, including me. Yeah, there's a lot of shit at Jeopardy that like yes. Anna doesn't realize she's talking with. That's a hefty scene. So the picnic will end, and Sam will volunteer to stay and help the cleaning staff. And there is a diamond option to stay and help Sam. Did you take the scene? Oh, absolutely. Because out of everybody who was in that damn car, I was like, oh no. I said I am not sitting in the I car with not. Sam and or not Sam, Sophia and Robin. I will not be. <laughs> <laughs> I will not take that car ride. I, I, I double tapped the back of that car. I said, Carter, you're good, buddy. Yep. Go go. Eighty. Get him home. <laughs> I'm like, let me just steal someone's bike off the sidewalk. I will walk home <laughs> instead of taking that fucking car. That's really good. That's no, not at all. <laughs> so if you do take it, Robin will give Anna like a final glare and like warn her, like, remember what I said <laughs> earlier. So Robin ain't letting this shit go. And then they'll leave. And then Anna will help Sam clean up and Sam will reminisce on their memories of the company picnic when the company was a lot smaller. And Sam will comment that it's tradition for every CEO to like stay behind and like help clean. So if you're a CEO, you're supposed to help the volunteers clean. Anna will comment that even though Robin is technically also in the running to be CEO, she can't really picture Robin like staying and helping the way that Sam is. Sam will say that that's because Sam is held to a different standard than Robin. But at this point, Sam would really have to mess up for Robin to get the role so i mean obviously we know that like sam is being very cautious about how their parents are viewing them because that's going to impact whether or not they become ceo right right but also sam does seem to have an air of confidence of like no i'm I'm pretty much ceo like yeah 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 So at this point anna can choose to reveal the conversation that she had with robin from earlier so did you oh hell yeah Oh yeah. oh yeah no i read it i read hell, it i was like yes. he's on to us he's yes. on to us <laughs> b do you hear me i said baby i know literally last night we said that we was gonna give us some time we're gonna see no no no. it's time already okay so like we just need to go ahead and power through this yeah exactly i was like yeah no we you need to know that there's someone who's on to us so if you do tell sam the truth sam will apologize for anna having to deal with robin's confrontation which I guess it's polite, but let's be honest, like, Anna is just as active of a participant in this affair as Sam is, so she kind of got herself into the situation, and Anna will seem hurt, commenting that Robin's primary concern was Anna being the one who walks away from this being damaged, and Sam will admit that that's probably what's going to happen. I was like, this is not... I don't like this conversation. Yes, that gave me very much like, oh, you'll wait. That gave me very much... Yeah, yeah, yes, because he very much, you're going to wait vibes. (laughs) So, Sam, um, okay, so the moment will get interrupted when the sprinklers turn on, which is soaking them both. And this will prompt like a dirty talking scene because is it really a diamond scene if y'all don't get horny at some point with Sam? I know. I, I know. You have to get horny at some point. And then Sam will end it commenting that Anna will be the death of their reputation, which I'm like, oh, I better not be foreshadowing. So the next morning, Sophia will knock on Anna's door and Sophia will say that she heard about what happened at the picnic and she wants to talk. So we in trouble y'all 
be in trouble. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Not anything new here, you know. I would be surprised if Robin just kind of ratted us out. I would not be surprised whatsoever. Okay, so it's time for some rapid fire impressions. Okay, so as a reminder, for those who may have not listened to an episode of ours before, or if you're just not familiar with rapid fire impressions, it's basically I list a couple of the main characters in the plot, and then I give Lucas the opportunity to speak his truth very briefly. I mean, he don't get no time to think, okay? I mean, Mm -hmm. it's first impression out Mm -hmm. the mouth, right? Mm -hmm. So that's where we're going to start. So let's start with, actually, we've never done this before. I don't think so. Maybe we have. I'm saying we've if, listen. If I say we've never done before, we've never done before. Damn it. Okay. Don't Period. don't you dare go back in previous episodes and look <laughs> and try to say I'm wrong. <laughs> no scream. No scream. Don't no, don't do no. it. <laughs> but um, how do you feel about Anna? Oh my gosh, she's so naive. She's so naive. She messy. <laughs> she messy. She messy. messy. You know what? I could literally pinpoint the moment I knew she was messy, and it was the beginning of chapter nine. When you can hide, <laughs> when you can hide whether or not you heard the conversation between Sophia yes. and Sam, and yes. I was like, "I'm gonna hide it." And she said, "It's a beautiful day to be employed." I said, "Oh my god!" Yes. <laughs> I was like, "Oh no, girl! How don't meet your heroes, kids." That's all. Oh my god. <laughs> Anna's definitely she's. I mean, hey, Oof, if we had girl. an MC who was actually smart and like knew how to get yourself out of drama, we wouldn't even be having this plot. So I guess it has to be what it's got to be. But damn. So, Sam. What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> I would like That's to just know. It. Like, my feelings on him are just indecisive. Like, I just, I feel like I'm trying to escape a maze and he has like a, a third eye view and he looking down like, you might get there sometime or you might be stuck forever. Like, Oh my God. <laughs> uh, Sophia. Bitch. Oh. <laughs> like the one time I defend you, you mad about it? Like, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> Robin. <sighs> that- <laughs> the most exasperated sigh. <laughs> That's all, that's that's it. That's the word I use. It's just like basically, like I know, like I know he right and he know he right, but like, do we still gotta talk about it? Yeah, listen. If nothing else, Robin will. Robin, he gonna have a conversation with you. Yes, he is. He not Robin scared. tracked you down. He you not scared nobody. He showed. Picnic, he showed up and was like, "How everybody feel about her." Like, I was like, damn, bro. Yes! At the fucking country club. He's like, how do I feel about Anna? I'm like, no, 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 no. I said, Robin, back up. Redo it. Redo it. Come back. He's going to put the spotlight on you. He's going to make you center oh, yeah. of attention. It, all them ideas and feelings you think you have, no, he's going to put a spotlight on it and be like, do you really? I'm going to be honest, though. Mm. Y'all know how I feel about Robin? he was confronting us i was like oh yes 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 Yes. i was like okay boss me around that gave me very much when like sam was in the meeting and was like this is your job if the issue's not fixed i said oof okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like brother like Mm. brother 
Or sister, like sister, like sister if, if they're female. <laughs> um, okay, so the boys. I mean, they've gotten better. Like they've grown on me. Like they're not wilding out as much. Yeah. Also, I feel like we like barely talked to them this chapter. Exactly. That's literally what I, I kind of wish they were in the plot more because like they yeah. they play a big part. I mean, we haven't even talked about how they could be affected by Sam and Anna's relationship. Mm. Like, that's just, like, so much because, like, again, it's so focused on, like, pussy plot that mm-hmm. some of the um, complications of their relationship are not really shown. Like, mm-hmm. they just, literally, they're only there to, aggra- to aggravate Sophia. And I don't think that's a good plot point. And, like, they're really only there as a plot device to for Anna to also be there. Yes. But then it's like... <laughs> Even in chapter 10, when they're at the picnic, like, she's about to do her nanny thing, and the grandparents, they're like, please, can we come take them? Which is really endearing. Like, I really like that they want to spend time with them. But then Anna just sitting there like, okay, what am I, what am I doing? (laughs) 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 Yeah, so, yeah, no, definitely. All right, so there's nothing left for us to do except for play bingo. All right, so we're just going to pick off, um, again, as a reminder, if this is your first episode where you've never seen us play bingo before, um, bingo is basically we have a bingo card full of all the different stereotypes and cliches that could potentially happen in a book of this genre. And so we just kind of mark off all the cliches that are actually happening, and then we're going to see if we reach bingo. We are going to start with the unmarked boxes. If you want to see what the previous marked boxes are, um, I'm sorry, you're going to have to listen to our previous episodes. And yes, you will have to start with the first episode where we talk about the nanny affair. We don't give free content out here. I mean, we do. We do. But we want you to catch up. Don't feel like you can just jump into okay. the middle of an episode. Okay. No. Give us our coin. Go listen give to the previous episodes. Okay. Or you can go to the episode notes on Tumblr. Either way, do a little bit of digging. We don't we don't just give out freebies on here, okay? So we're going to start with the first unmarked box, which is that MC's boss will offer to break up with his current partner to be with MC. I feel like we actually have started to have these type of conversations with Sam. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm a market. I feel yes. like it's real. MC or her boss will stop the relationship because they feel guilty about the affair. No. Yeah. MC will insist that her boss ends their current relationship, but they are resistant. I feel like, yes, that has also happened. Yes, yes. Yeah. Damn, bitch. Okay, we get okay, into the plot I know, now. Okay, I know, right? We get into the plot now. <laughs> okay, MC will use her boss's job as a way to advance her own career. Mm. Damn, have we seen that too? Do you consider the office tour and her like networking and stuff? Is that? <sighs> I feel like yes. Yes, I feel like yes too because, okay, even if you take that, like she spoke up about the company with... um. Sam's parents like she mm-hmm. she had advanced knowledge on that and was talking yeah. about that as well so she's already networking to like that the big boys you know like she's already proving that she has knowledge on this material and could effectively have a job in this type of career so like yeah I would yeah. say yeah I will say and I will say the way that that's written makes it seem like oh MC's like using the boss but like realistically I mean Sam is giving her these opportunities so yes it's not really as like um, problematic as the way that I phrased it on the bingo, to be honest. MC will demand more money or benefits to keep the affair a secret. No, no. Um, MC's boss will make promises to be with her in the imaginary future. Mm. Yes. Yes. Because at the end of the diamond scene where they have a little picnic on the roof, he was like, I will find a way to end this. Yes. Yeah. 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 
Yes, that has happened. Damn, bitch, we are filling up boxes. Okay, so MC's boss will stay with her partner regardless of their promises of the future. I mean, we haven't really gotten to that point yet. Yeah, no, no, no. The children will pressure their parent and MC to date. No. MC will make a scene at some point and reveal the affair. Hmm. Hmm, no. No, not yet. Don't you think the lab scene? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that was a scene. Oof, that was a scene. I feel like when I wrote that, I was imagining, like, a plot point where, like, she's getting pissed off about something. And so she's like, no, I'm about to fuck everything up for you. Yes, and then reveal yes. the affair. That was, like, the way I was originally approaching it. But do you think that counts as, like, making a scene? Yeah, it does. And they got found out. <laughs> yeah. I will also say for context, I did make this bingo card, and so I kind of let Lucas determine what he thinks counts. Right. The media will find out about the affair and make it a big deal. Nope. No. The children will walk in on MC and their parent banging. Thank God, no. <laughs> MC's boss's partner will be unaware of the affair and be shocked when they find out. I mean, I don't know if really know if Sophia's found out. MC's boss's partner will know about the affair the whole time and be cool with it. MC and her boss will bang in a common area of the house. Haven't banged yet, y'all. Yeah, no, not yet. MC's boss's partner will agree to deal with the affair and stay in the relationship. No. There is a very dramatic breakup at some point. No. Damn, we marked up a lot of boxes in the beginning. Mm. I will say there are two rows where we only need one mm -hmm. more to get bingo. And then there's one, two, two rows where we need two. But, I mean, it's looking pretty fucking marked up. Hey. <laughs> looking pretty marked up. I think the bottom half of the bingo is rough because it requires for, like, Sophia to be aware about the affair. And we haven't really gotten to that point yet. We haven't really gotten confirmation. So we're going to have to wait. All in all, that's the end of our episode. Peace out, guys. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Come listen to us next week. And, Lucas, thank you so much for joining me. And we'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm.